Live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, it's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. George Camel, Ramsey personality, host of the popular YouTube channel, George Camel, Camel with a K. Check it out. He is the king of snark. You will love it. And he and Rachel Cruz do a, uh, a wonderful afternoon show called Smart Money Happy Hour. Ding! Yeah, they might have a drink on the show. So you need to check them out. And uh, they get rather funny after they drink. So check them out. <laughs> Sharon Ramsey loves it. And that's the only review you need, America. That's it. That's all you need to know. It tells you everything you need. And Sharon listens to it. And she doesn't listen to this show. So wow. we know that that's there. So There's some hurt feelings to my I, left. I think there's bitterness here, but it could be. Now, after 30 years, she's not impressed anymore. 30 years of being on the air and 40 years of marriage, she's not impressed at all. <laughs> Takes a so, lot to impress Sharon. Yeah. We've managed yeah. to do it. Yeah, just yeah, there you go. So check it out. Smart Money Happy Hour. Hey, this is a Baby Steps Millionaires theme hour. What is that? That is where we talk to real millionaires. If you're a real millionaire, call in. Let me help you with what a millionaire is, because some people don't know, including a congressman I heard speaking the other day who was an idiot. So a millionaire is not someone that makes a million dollars an hour. A year, Mr. Congressman, Mrs. Congressman, you were wrong. Uh, a millionaire is someone who has a million-dollar net worth that is different than your income. Your net worth is what you own minus what you owe. Assets minus liabilities equals net worth. When that is greater than $1 million, and what you own minus what you owe is greater than $1 million, you are officially, by accounting definitions, a millionaire. Well, I don't feel like it. it's not a feeling. No one should have that much. It's not a moral construct. It's not enough. It's not a question of how much you need for retirement. It's a math thing. When you have a million dollar net worth, you're a millionaire. That's all it is. It's not, you know, we can answer and have those other discussions if you want to have them. Moral construct, is it enough and all that kind of stuff. But it is a million dollar net worth. So if you actually have a $1 million or greater net worth, we want to talk to you and find out how you got it. Because there's a lot of mythology floating around about wealthy people in America today. Uh, let me say it another way. There's a lot of stupid lies that are told about uh, wealthy people in America. They just by the uninformed, ignorant, and people with an agenda trying to get you to vote the wrong way. And so there you go. Check us out. If you're a millionaire, George and I want to talk to you. We want to learn how you did it. The phone number here is 888-825-5225. Sarah is in Cincinnati. Sarah, what's your net worth? Good afternoon, sir. Very much an honor to speak with you, longtime listener. My net worth is $1.9 million. Very cool. Good for you. Give me a little breakdown on that. What is that? In, what's the categories that make up the $1.9? Okay, I have six buckets plus a retiree medical account. My house, fully paid for house, $425,000. My bank uh, checking and savings is currently at, at the $250,000. I've got that amount in there. Um, I know I'm at the FDIC limit. I have a Roth IRA at 232371 taxable brokerage 26826 an uh, an OPERS 403B retirement at 501 and a deferred comp that's also with my public employment at 190,862 and then my retiree medical count is at 85,000. I just checked all my numbers Sunday and that brings me to $1,945,000. Check it again. It's probably over two now. Way to go. <laughs> Thank Way to you. Go. How old are you? I am 54 years old. Cool. And how much of this $1.9 did you inherit? 
Um, I actually inherited after I hit my million dollar mark in 2017, after an uncle I was caring for passed away, I inherited $213,000 a gift from him. Awesome. That's very nice. But to be clear, you were already a millionaire. Yes, sir. So you did not become a millionaire with inherited money. Correct, sir. I I just want to make sure everybody hears that loud and clear because that's one of the numbers we hear about all the time. Way to go. All right. So what do you do for a living? I am a registered nurse uh, public in public health. I recently acquired my master's degree in May of 21. Okay. What was your GPA? Uh, probably about a 3.4. Good for you. Okay. And your best, your best working year, what did you make? And your worst working year since you've been working? What's well, your lowest income okay. and highest? Yes. Uh, last year, because of mandated overtime, I was at 117000 Mm-hmm. Uh, when I first started working as a nurse in 1991, my pay was 13.50 an hour. Prior to that, I worked as an aide, a nurse aide, at 5.50 an hour. Wow! So 13.50 an hour would be like 16,000 a year. Correct. Yep. And now I'm at 46 an hour. Woo wee! And you, so most of this time, you've not even made 100,000. Correct. Oh, definitely, definitely not. But in 2020, 21, and 22, I just cleared. 100,000 because of mandated overtime. But prior to that, I was around 90,000 a year. But really, over the last 20 years, my average is probably about $60,000 because when I started in public health, I was only $22 an hour. Wow. You are like the poster child for our, our National Millionaire Study. Thank you. We found yes, a lot I of them, they book. didn't make six figures, and inheritance didn't cause them to become a millionaire. And you just consistently invested over a long period of time? Yes. Yes. I started the Roth. I wish I would have started in my twenties, but I started the Roth about 30 and then also put back in the taxable brokerage. And then when I started with public employment, they uh, match at 10%. So they take 10% of mine and match it at 10. So three 26 year old nurses are standing around the coffee pot and you walk up and they're saying, no way a nurse can ever be a millionaire. What do you tell those three? Oh, I encourage this all the time. In fact, I refer them to your information, but I talk to them all the time about putting back at least in a Roth to start in a Roth because I do know a lot of the healthcare systems don't have very good programs necessarily. Public employment's a little different, but I encourage them to start a Roth IRA and, and max it out. That's but basically what I have you're, done. you're telling them they can do it. Oh, yes. Yes. I've I mean, even disclosed, um, you know, that I have built wealth that way and they can do it too, that my house is paid for. They usually encourage to hear that. Sarah, you're amazing. You're amazing. You're an absolute amazing lady. Congratulations. 54 years old, 1.9 million average income through her working life of 60,000. Only in the last two years did she even break six figures wow. and she's got a $1.9 million net worth. Oh, to be fair, 200,000 of the 1.9 was inherited after she was already a millionaire. 79% of America's millionaires by the largest study of millionaires ever done, and you can get that in the millionaires, uh, the Baby Steps Millionaires book. The study is in the back of the book, the entire white paper on it. You can unpack the details for you that nerds if you're having trouble sleeping. Um, put me right to sleep. I know that. It's my study. So uh, 79% inherited precisely zero. 5% inherited a small amount, like $5,000, not enough to make them millionaires. Another 5% inherited money after substantial money, like her, after they were already millionaires. 5 and 5 and 79 would be called 89. That's 9 out of 10 of America's millionaires are not millionaires, according to stone-cold data, because of inheritance. 
So when someone tells you the only way you're going to be wealthy is have a rich uncle, they're full of crap. It's simply not true. Don't let the lefties tell you this stuff. That's not true. It's a Baby Steps Millionaire's theme hour. I want to tell you a true story. I got a letter from Fran in Virginia once. She and her husband, Gary, were loaded down with debt. They decided to get serious and worked for over two years to pay off $65,000. They were able to buy their dream home. Gary had just started a new job and things were looking really good. Six months later, Gary unexpectedly died. Wow. Tears my heart out. Besides the grief and shock, Fran had no income, was on her own, and her Social Security benefits couldn't pay the mortgage. Talk about feeling lost and alone. The only good part of this story is that Gary had term life insurance through Xander, so Fran was able to deal with her grief without being overwhelmed with money issues. Sad story, but I share it with you to make a point. For over 25 years, I've been telling you about the importance of term life insurance and protecting your family. Having life insurance is what responsible people do for their families. It's why I tell you every day to go to Xander.com or call them at 800-356-4282. George Camel Ramsey personality is my co-host today. This is a Baby Steps Millionaire's theme hour. If you're a real millionaire with a net worth of greater than a million dollars, what you own minus what you owe, we want to talk to you. I don't want your broke brother-in-law's opinion. I want real millionaires as to how they really did it. 888-825-5225. Let's do a little mental exercise. Look ahead 90 days from now. It's July. You have $1,000 in the bank. You paid off two of your credit cards, and you check out at the grocery without having a panic attack. You know how that would feel? Peaceful. Financially peaceful. Financial peace. Some of you have never had that in your entire life, but today is the day that you can look, take, take back control of your money. It starts in Financial Peace University. It's our nine-week course that's helped millions of people beat debt, build wealth, and become outrageously generous. We're going to teach you everything about how to handle money step by step so you don't have to worry about it anymore. The average student going through Financial Peace University has an $8,000 turnaround in 90 days, $5,300 in debt reduction, $2,700 in savings. That's the average. Total of 8000 Not a bad return on your time. If I could give you $8,000 in three months, would you take a talk about it? We should talk about it. That means before summer break is over, you're going to feel different. Go to Financial Peace University today at RamseySolutions.com slash FPU and get signed up. You'll be amazed at how inexpensive it is. Get plugged into a group where people love you, encourage you, and hold you accountable, and that'll ensure that this works. Financial Peace University, RamseySolutions.com slash FPU. David is in Milwaukee. Hi, David. What is your net worth? Hey, Dave George. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, my net worth as of last night is $1,065,000. Look at you. I like it. <laughs> Very good. And uh, give me a little breakdown by category. How's that made up? Uh, so cash is around 90000 uh, retirement accounts with 401k and, and Roth IRAs around 190. Uh, brokerage accounts uh, with 50,000, and real estate's the big one here at 735,000. Very cool. Good for you. How old are you? I'm 32. And my wife is 30. Good Whoa. deal. And how much of this 1.1 million did you inherit? Zero. 
Nothing. All right. <laughs> Zero precisely. Okay. So you've been working 10 years or so. What was your best working year, household income, and worst year? Uh, when my wife and I were both working together, we were probably probably in the 220 range, I would say, mm-hmm. um, at her best year. Uh, since then, she's, she's uh, become a stay-at-home mom. She's been working at home, and we're probably around the 200 mark now, I would That's say. That's your worst year ever is 200? Uh, uh, mate, no, sorry, sorry. Uh, one, about, about 120, 120 on the low end. Okay, cool. What do y'all do for a living? What do you do? Uh, I'm an electrical engineer. Okay. Very good. All right. And uh, what was your GPA? Uh, bachelor's was, I think around 3.8, 3.9. Master's like 3.5-ish, I want to say. Okay. Good for you. Well done. Well done. So uh, you think this can be done today? If you got somebody out there listening that's an engineer just coming out of school at 22, 23 years old, can they still become a millionaire in 10 years? Oh, 100%. 100%. I think as long as you have as long as you have a vision of what you're trying to accomplish and you can you can lay a goal in front of yourself and uh, you know, put together some simple steps and then just have discipline and on, you know, repeating those steps month after month, year after year, I think it's an inevitable fact, honestly. So I'm curious, David, because you're you're so young, and people like to you know poo poo on folks that are young who have built wealth because they just don't think it's possible for them. So what would you tell that person? Did it, was it the paid for house? What, how intentional were you over these ten years to do this, or did you just look up one day and go, "Oh my gosh, here we are"? No, we we were extremely intentional, I and mean, this started off in 2015 when I when I got out of got out of school. I mean, in 2015, I had a net worth of of negative fifty thousand. And, um, the, the, the first thing was jumping into, into FPU, um, jumped into FPU, paid off those student loans in the first, in the first 12 months of, of my career. And, um, we started saving for our first house and paid cash for our first house right out of the gate. It was a, a duplex. Um, two years later, we paid cash for another rental property. And, uh, now we've moved into a, a third place as well. So we've been really just, just slow and steady. Like Dave always says, you know, the slow and steady wins the race. Wow. The old get rich slow plan works. And here you are at 32. It didn't take you 30 years. Well, sometimes I hear all rich people are crooks. How much of this did you steal? As far as I know, zero. (laughs) 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 Unless my CPA messed up or something, but uh, zero as far as I know. (laughs) Well, I just had to ask. I want to make sure we get all the the facts out here. Hey, man, I'm proud of you. Way to go. Congratulations. Very, very well done. Jason in Lexington, what is your net worth? Hey, Dave, it is $1.3 Good for you. Give me a little breakdown by category. Yeah, it's about a third of it is in our personal property. A third of it is in um, retirement accounts, 401ks, IRAs, and a third of it is in investment property. Okay, so real estate. All right. And so good. Very good. How old are you? I'm 49 years old and my wife is 47. Excellent. Excellent. How much of this did you inherit? Not a darn penny, unfortunately. (laughs) What do you do for a living? I am in technology sales, so I actually worked for one of those big, large tech companies that had all the layoffs, and coincidentally enough, um, my commission check hit, I'm in sales, while I was laid off, so technically, we became millionaires while I was unemployed. (laughs) That's impressive. (laughs) I'll take it. I'll take it every time. What's your degree in? 
is in computer science. So I was a developer for many years, started listening to you back in 2007, started looking for an opportunity to you know, get a bigger shovel, so I moved over into sales. Ah, that's interesting. And what was your GPA in computer science? Oh, it was about a 3.2. Okay. And what was your all's best working year since you've been working, household income, and worst working year, or range? So, so th- this year will be our best year. It'll be somewhere around 700000 It's a bit of an outlier. You know how sales go. Worst year, if, I'd have to go all the way back to when I was in the Army to have my a- absolute worst year. But let's just go in the last 10 years, about 180000 Okay. All right. So 700,000 and you got laid off. (laughs) Exactly. The best year I've ever had. It's like laid me off every year. Hmm. Wow. That's so interesting. I wonder what the correlation to that is. We don't want to pay this guy 700,000. We're going to lay him off. Hmm. Okay. But, but they had to pay, they had to pay the commission that was on the books, right? They did pay what was on the books. So I guess if there's an ethical way to fire people, they did it. Wow. Call it a severance check. And next year, they just won't have all those sales. <laughs> exactly. But I've already landed a new place. It's a better place, you know. And the nice thing is when I got the email, and yes, I was fired over an email, um, I just looked at my wife that morning. I was like, oh, I guess I'm taking some vacation. <laughs> That's what you can do when you got financial peace. Amen. When you're 49 years old and you're worth $1.3 million and you don't have any debt. Way to go, man. Way to go. So uh, tell the young techies out there, can this still be done, or is all the opportunity in America gone? It absolutely can be done, and, you know, doing it the right way, doing it slow, growth is always less painful, is always better. You know, in the last 16 years, we've had lots of different economies. We've had certainly different types of presidents, and it's never affected me one bit. Keeping my head down, concentrating on what my wife and I can control within our sphere of uh, influence and uh, what we can affect has always been the right approach. In the last uh, 25 years, which will put you down to 25 years old, what's the dumbest thing you did with money? Oh, you know, when we were really young, when I was stationed in Germany, we bought a brand new car, a 1994 uh, Dodge Avenger. We put $300 down on it, went home and freaked out, went back the next day and canceled it. We did not get our $300 back. So out of all the things you can do stupid with money, $300 will take it. It was a well lesson learned. Yeah. Wow. Didn't have to, and just took the car. That That's amazing. Yeah. Sweet car. I'm glad you didn't get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Very cool. Are you a reader or a TV person? Oh, I read. I would try to read two books a month. Ah, okay. High correlation between people who build wealth. They read books instead of watching. Wait, you're saying Love is Blind Season 4 will not help me build wealth? And I'm pretty sure neither will Tiger King. Dang it. But could be wrong. Could be wrong. I'm just helping you people out here with your inputs. Inputs matter. Wow. Way to go, man. Good job, Jason. This is a Baby Steps Millionaire theme hour. George Camel, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. This is a Baby Steps Millionaires theme hour where we're talking to real millionaires about how they really got there, not your broke brother-in-law's opinion, not somebody trolling on the Internet. These are actual humans that have actually done it which is really probably a pretty good source of information. James is with us in Miami. Hi, James. How much is your net worth? I'm sitting just shy of 1.1. I'm at 1,075,000. Perfect. Give me a little breakdown by category. All right. Well, about 450,000 is home equity. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, 255000 is in my TSP. Mm-hmm. I've got 250000 throughout uh, Roth IRA, mutual funds, a couple single stocks in HSA, mm-hmm. about 80000 in cash, and 40000 in paid-off vehicles. Good for you. Cool. How old are you? I am 28. 28-year-old millionaire. Look at you, man. Way to go. How much of this did you inherit? Zero. Z at all. And what's your best working year and your worst working year income-wise? Uh, the worst working year was back in 2015 when I started entering the workforce. I made about 50000 that year. Okay. And my best working year was last year, made about 250000 Cool. What do you do for a living? I'm an air traffic controller. Ah, okay. So what, was that a lot of overtime or what? Yeah, it was mostly overtime. The whole pandemic, uh, we just started going crazy with the overtime. I jumped up my salary by about 30000 one year in 2021 by just taking a bunch of OT. And then in 2022, same thing, just a lot of overtime. Very cool. Very cool. What's your degree in? Uh, I actually don't have a degree. Okay, cool. Uh, Votech or anything? For, I went to college for about two and a half years. Mm-hmm. Uh, about it was a four-year program, and about a year and a half into it, the government changed uh, their minds, which they always do, about how to hire people. So you don't need a degree for that field anymore. Wow. Okay. And your GPA in high school then was what? Uh, high school, I was pretty good student. Uh, probably about a three five, and about the same in college for okay. those two and a half years. Good for you. So what do you attribute the fact that you're a millionaire to 28 at 28 years old? What, how did that happen? What do you call that? I think a lot of it is, I want to throw it back to my parents, how I was raised through that and how they instilled that work ethic in me. They both put in, you know, 60 plus hours a week. And my mom was a small business owner and just seeing her hustle and grind was really a big driving force towards it. But they didn't give you any money. They just gave you an example. Correct. And also, I got to work in the business growing up, so I got to start earning my own money from a young age. Okay. So what were the specific steps you took over the last seven, eight years? Were you doing 15% retirement? Did you wait and get a bigger down payment? What were the tactical pieces of this? Oh, I kind of messed up uh, probably about two years into the job. Uh, I got a big pay raise when I started getting checked out and certified on positions. I took that pay raise, and I got a brand new car. Ah. (laughs) So that was one mistake there. But after that, I learned, and I started investing all the other pay raises after that. So you just lived on less than you made after that and went, I'm going to sock this money away in retirement and pay down the house, and I'll get to millionaire status. Was it intentional to get there? Yes, it was very intentional. I always had the goal I wanted to be a millionaire by age 30. And you did it. And suddenly a couple of... A couple of years ago, I saw the end in sight and was able to see a million dollar coming up on it. Yeah. Wow. Way to go, Rob. Excellent, excellent work. Uh, I'm sorry, James. Excellent work. Very well done. Good, good, good job. Rob is in Atlanta. Rob, what's your net worth? Hi, my net worth is right about 4.2, 4.3 million. Very cool. Give me a little breakdown by category. Yeah, I've got $2 million in uh, 401k, uh, one point three about in uh, just uh, mutual funds and things like that, about $800,000 in the house and the rest in just cash and a few other things. Good, good. Very cool. How old are you? I just turned 58. Good for you. And uh, how much of this uh, $4.2 million did you inherit? Uh, 
basically zero. We just got uh, uh, my mother-in-law passed away this uh, last year, so we got ninety thousand just in the last year. But you were already multimillionaires. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, what's your best working year income and your worst working year income? Uh, probably my worst was in graduate school, probably eight thousand dollars a year, and my best will probably be this year. Um, I think my wife and I will probably make about three hundred thousand together. Good for you. What do y'all do for a living? I uh, work in research and development in a big uh, consumer products company. Okay. Cool. What's your degree in? I have a master's in chemical engineering. Okay. Something you're using in R&D every day. Yeah, good for you. Okay. Uh, kind of, yeah. yeah. I'm in management now. So. Yeah. But, I mean, you know the, you know the formulas. What's the, uh, what yeah. was your GPA? Uh, 3.2 undergrad and 3.9 graduate. Yeah. Way to go. Cool. So I, I think this is an underhand pitch since you're a uh, master's degree chemical engineer, but are you a book reader or TV watcher? <laughs> I'm a, uh, I, I'd say I'm an information gatherer. I, I don't read a ton of books, to be honest, but I gather information from all over the place. Yeah. I, I read. Yeah, you your, know, your field is somewhat like the medical things. field, so you're reading articles all the time. All the time. And just personal stuff, you know, car repair. I enjoy doing that kind of stuff. Uh, anything where I can use my hands and learn how to do something I enjoy. Yeah. But didn't see every uh, particular episode of Downton Abbey. And uh, no, no. <laughs> I don't do much that. <laughs> well, now he's got time to watch it. He's got millions. <laughs> now you can catch yeah. up. Uh, that's what we aspire to, right? I uh, love yeah. it, brother. Well that done. Impressive. So your advice to the uh, 28 year old version of you. Yeah. Well, I, I think like everybody else, it's, you know, spend, spend less than you make. Um, it makes things a lot more comfortable. Another one that, that I haven't heard too much is I, I really don't like to pay somebody else to do something I can do. So I'm willing to work pretty hard to, you know, do things that um, other people might just pay somebody to do. And I, I really don't do much of that. You know, something I get, uh, people sometimes criticize me on not asking, and I, I think it's a valid criticism. Uh, do you or your wife smoke? No, no. No. You know, we need to start asking that because I think there's a high probability they don't because it, 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 A, it's a, obviously a medical issue. B, it costs a lot. Mm. And uh, yeah. I, I'll bet you we find a correlation. I've never asked it before. Yeah. It's an but, expensive uh, habit. I, you know, because it just costs a lot. And you, yeah. you go through a couple packs a day, it's a big deal. And oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so interesting. Very interesting. Hey, man. Very cool. I'm proud of you. Thanks for the call. We appreciate you calling in. It's a Baby Steps Millionaire's Theme Hour. Now, the mythology, if you listen to the Internet trolls, the Reddit fools, the uh, Tic Tac people, whatever they are, uh, or your broke brother-in-law who votes the wrong way, they're going to tell you that wealthy people all inherited their wealth. We've already told you 89% did not become millionaires, stone-cold research, because of inherited wealth. We can prove it to you. You disagree with that. You're what's known as wrong. This is data. Okay? The law of gravity is data. It works every time. It's called facts. The uh, the vast majority of wealthy people are crooks, George. Have you heard oh, that I've one? I've heard that one. we got to be evil to make money, Dave. Which is very interesting because if you own a uh, restaurant and you rip people off, people don't come back. And you they tell people business. to stay away. If you own a car repair place and you rip people off, they don't come back and they tell people to stay away. I'm confused how the crooks prosper over the long haul now they might prosper that week 
But it's very difficult to become wealthy. It's easier to become wealthy with actual high integrity mm. because they, as your customers will come back. You know, whether you're uh, – yeah, because you can't keep your job if you lie and steal and it's all that. And oh, they're all famous entertainers. They're uh, NFL athletes. They're uh, – you know, they're country music stars, they're rock stars. I didn't get a single call from them today. Yeah. They're have, just have engineers. Talk to, have a talk to one of those. Salespeople, yeah, the nurses. Truth, the truth is the data tells us that it's less than 2% of millionaires are celebrity types. Uh, almost none of them are celebrity types. And uh, celebrity types have a horrible reputation of handling money well, mm. by the way, as a general rule. Some some do a good job, but but the reputation is bad, to say the least. This is a Baby Steps Millionaires theme hour. Our scripture of the day, Proverbs 4, 25 and 26. Let your eyes look straight ahead. Fix your gaze directly before you. Give careful thought to the paths for your feet and be steadfast in all your ways. George Lucas says you simply have to put one foot in front of the other and keep going. Put blinders on and plow right ahead. This is a Baby Steps Millionaires theme hour. We're talking to real millionaires. If you uh, want to know more on this subject, the book, number one bestseller, this is my eighth number one bestseller, is called Baby Steps Millionaires, and it came out about uh, 14 months ago, and it's stories of real millionaires that really did this stuff, and it's uh, data from the actual millionaire study. The study is published as an appendix in the back, and we go through uh, exactly how people walk this process out and exactly how over 30 years I've observed them doing it. And we defeat all of the lies that the hope stealers put out and the hope stealers are out there. They were trained by Karl Marx in the college classroom. And, um, it's just not true that you're stuck or that America is so broken that you can't win. Yes, there's lots of problems. Yes, there's lots of obstacles. If being successful was easy, no one would care about being successful. Everyone would get a participation trophy, and we'd call it a day, and we'd call it communism. But there's a real way that real people get up, leave the cave, kill something, and drag it home, and they become real millionaires. And no, they did not inherit their money, and no, they're not crooks, and no, they're not rich people. And oh, by the way, if you're so stupid that you think a house, George was telling me this at the break, that a paid-for house does not count in your net worth, then you don't understand basic accounting, okay? And they don't teach that on TikTok, all right? Basic accounting, if you take accounting 101, they're going to teach you what a net worth is, a balance sheet, and a balance sheet net worth is your assets minus your liabilities. It's very simple and very clean, and your assets are anything. Cars count. You have $100,000 in cars. That counts towards your net worth. Now, I hope to God it's not much of your net worth, but it counts as part of your net worth. You know, if, if you own whatever, it just, it, you know, there's a if you want to say someone's a cash millionaire or a liquid millionaire, that's a different definition. That would be a million dollars cash or liquid assets, uh, uh, mutual funds that you could get out, uh, uh, not in a retirement account, but your retirement accounts, your hard assets, even valuable personal items. Okay. If you had a bunch of collectible art that counts in your net worth, 
Uh, I don't recommend it, but uh, in terms of a high percentage of your net worth, but it counts. And if you don't think so, you're what's known as wrong. So really, you have to start dealing with facts here. And well, it doesn't count. It, why, why do you want? It, why do you want it to be impossible? Well, you whiners, why, why do they hurt want them. it to be impossible? Someone hurt them, and they just can't get over it. Maybe it was a breakup. Maybe it was some childhood <laughs> trauma. I don't know. But they're in the YouTube comments, Dave, and I got to deal with them. Someone's got to set well, them straight. Well, because you actually look at the YouTube comments. So that's the difference. Well, I just I can't help see idiots just get to be free. Oh, you have to deal with them. The problem is, I think it was a Mark Twain quote. If you start a fight with an idiot, they'll drag you down, and onlookers can't tell the difference. Don't argue with a pig. Don't don't get in the mud with a pig, because nobody can tell which is which. That's the thing. Uh, Our goal here, we want to prove to you that you can win. It's that simple. And it's not not Pollyanna. Pollyanna, It's not not fake. Um, And and if it goes against your little victim mentality, well, good. That's what we're trying to do is break your little victim mentality. Amy's in Dallas. What's your net worth, Amy? 2.2 million. 2.2 million dollars. Way to go. Give me a little breakdown on that. You're breaking up on us, Amy. You're breaking up. We need a new phone. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There we go. Maybe I'll send some of it on that. Um, Got a deal on the phone. One million in retirement, which is four hundred one k in Roth IRAs. Four hundred four hundred k. I'm guessing on the house. Seven hundred k in uh, in brokerage accounts and company stock, and then a hundred k in cash. And I do apologize, Dave. I did not incorporate things with wheels and motors. That's okay because they go down in value. That's okay. Um, I also don't. It's not the other I'm not yelling at you for that. I'm yelling at people who say that George's house and his million dollar net worth doesn't count. Because he's got about a $700,000 paid for house and he's 32 years old. So, of course, it counts. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so that's just dumb. So, anyway, all right. So, how old are you? I'm 34 and my husband will be 33 this year. Excellent. Excellent. How much of this did you inherit? Um, I think about 50K my husband did when his grandfather passed away, but that was well after we were already millionaires. Okay. We rest our case. All right. Cool. And what do you guys do for a living? Um, we met in college, and we were both studying electrical engineering. He won the lottery. I was the only female in class. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we double-dipped on the electrical engineering. What was your uh, GPA? Uh, mine was 3.3. His was 3.1. Very cool. What do you tell people if they want to be a millionaire by 34 years old? Um, honestly, God's money that you are entrusted to manage. And the biggest thing in your Bible verse today was perfect. Be okay with delayed gratification. Yeah. Understand the path, and it's okay that you're not going to have the flashy cars right now because you're going to have it later. Live like no one else, so later you can live and give like no one else. Mm, uh, yes, sir. Yeah, and the Bible verse, another one is, uh, no discipline seems pleasant at the time, but it yields a harvest of righteousness. Amy, you're amazing. Congratulations. So, George, we had a 1.9, a 1.1, a 1.3, a 1.1, a 4.2, and a 2.2 million dollar net worth today. 54 years old, 32, 49, 28, 54, or 58 and 34 years old. It's all None over. over 60 and one under 30 and two in their 30s. is a young crowd today. Uh, average GPA, 3.4, 3.8, 3.2, 3.5, 3.2, 3.3. So they always think the other one of the other mythologies is you have to be unusually brilliant to be wealthy. And uh, you can't be unusually dumb. Uh, the 1.6 doesn't show up. 
Okay, if you played beer pong in college, you're probably not going to show up here uh, if that was your graduate degree is in beer pong. Um, but the uh, most of the time, the average millionaire's net worth is a little over three. Mine was a little under three. Mm. 2.97 to be precise, and I'm very bitter about that three one hundredths of a point. just bump it, round it up? Three one hundredths of a point, and I missed it. Yeah, there you go. But uh, So I graduated. Thank you, Lodi. You know, that's what that means. So there you go. But anyway, but yeah, that's the average millionaire is right around that three mark. Uh, very few of them are uh, certified geniuses, but very few of them are dumb. They, they have, and a lot of them are engineers. Number one, uh, number one category of yeah. careers, by the way, is engineers. Number two is accountant. Number three is teacher. Number four is business. Number five is attorney. Number six is medical. So medical didn't even make, doctors didn't even make the top five. Wow. So, and we had them all here today. We had engineers, tech sales, air traffic controller, R and D nurse. See there, you see. In, yeah. It's represented. Uh, engine, lots of engineers, chemical engineer, electrical engineer, electrical engineer. Uh, the the first call, 54-year-old nurse, single, had been in public nursing her whole life. Never made over 100000 until last year, year before last, yeah. So uh, one-third of millionaires never make over 100000 in their life. One-third of them in a study. Wow. So why do we do all this? Because we want to tell you you can do it. It's possible. And the mix is interesting, too. There's nothing real sexy in this mix. It's just I paid down my house, got it paid for. I put money in my 401k. I've got a brokerage account with some mutual funds in it, and I've got cash. There was not an Elon Musk or Bill Gates on the list. I was waiting for something crazy, but there wasn't much in there. kind of boring, but it just works. What's not boring is having financial peace and retiring when you want to. Amen. Amen. There we go. So, hey, this is how this stuff works, boys and girls. It's slow and steady wins the race. And we invite you to join the race. Congratulations, America. Check out Baby Steps Millionaires. Check out Financial Peace University. We'll get you going. It's what we do here. Good show, George. Good times. Thank well you. done. Well done. That puts this hour in the books. We'll be back with you before you know it. In the meantime, remember, there's ultimately only one way to financial peace, and that's to walk daily with the Prince of Peace, Christ Jesus. Hey, George Camel here. If you love the show and you want a deeper dive on your money journey, we've got a weekly newsletter that gives you helpful articles and tips on following the Ramsey way. Just go to RamseySolutions.com today to sign up for the newsletter. Again, that's RamseySolutions.com to sign up for our weekly newsletter.